You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A-C-L. And we are back. It's the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I'm ACL. He's Wags. We're making our way through the NFC South. It was the Bucks last time. Today, guys, we are talking about the New Orleans Saints, the new look New Orleans Saints with a new man at quarterback who I'm sure we'll talk about. The real Mr. ACL.com, ACL-sports.com. Uh, for the web is the website where you can find articles, podcasts, free plays, po- packages, everything you could ever want. You can also hit us up through the website, Twitter, Instagram, at the real Mr. ACL, at Cap and Wags. We are all over social media as well as we get into this football season. Here we go, Wags. New Orleans Saints, first in the NFC South last year, which definitely I think would surprise some people considering that the Tampa Bay Bucks won. But if people remember, the Saints actually won the division. They were 12-4. and four. Season win total this year for a 12-win team last year, and you're adding a game. Goes down to 9. Minus 105 over, minus 115 under. Odds to win the division this year, plus 350. Odds to win the conference and go to the Super Bowl, 16-1. to one. Odds to win the Super Bowl, 33-1. to one. Odds to make the playoffs. They're a dog. This is something we haven't seen in a while. They are an underdog to make the playoffs, plus 115 on the New Orleans Saints. Obviously, Wags, I think the place to start is quarterback position. Drew Brees leaves. First bout Hall of Famer, no doubt. They had a, comp- a, quote, competition over the last few weeks, I think. In my opinion, it was always going to be Jameis. I think he made the right decision to, to, to bring in Jameis. You could certainly argue as far as floor and ceiling and all that. I think Jameis has the much higher ceiling. You know, he'll he'll get back there, throw some picks, lose you some games, but he's also going to win you a bunch of games, in my opinion, that Taysom Hill probably couldn't. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally agreed, and I totally get where Peyton was coming from and bringing in Jameis, but there are a lot of question marks, especially for me on the defensive side of the ball and at the receiver's position with no Michael Thomas. Your thoughts on this Saints team headed into the year? Right, so obviously Breeze is gone, on to the new era. Look, this whole offseason was just fluttered with talk about Jameis or Taysom Hill. Which one's going to start? Who's? Did you ever better? actually think that they would bring in Hill, honestly? Start um, Hill, I should say. No, I didn't. I think that their offense actually is, at least right now, because they have no wide receivers, is is built more for Hill. Okay. So I think that, look, I think that the Saints have two separate offenses. Like, I literally think they have two different offenses. You have to learn both offenses. It's like two different teams. You got your traditional offense with Jameis, and then you have your – run heavy play action packages or offense with Taysom Hill. Um, so I, I actually, I'm, I'm curious to see. So Jameis, when he was at Tampa, didn't really have anybody to, to learn from, right? He, he like his coaches and things like that. Mm-hmm. Last year, I think being behind breeze, I want to see what Jameis has, has learned and taken away from this great quarterback in, in breeze and a great game manager, decision maker. I mean, Breeze Breeze was an incredible quarterback um, for his entire career, you know, and and I, I just think that Jameis has to have, like, 
some of this has to have rubbed off on him. So I want to see if he's going to be more careful with the ball. Um, is, is he going to learn and say, okay, where is my talent? I'm going to check down to my stud speedster, Alvin Kamara, and not force throws down the field when I don't have them. Or, you know, is Jameis's picks really a, a little bit more like I'm really not that good, and even if my receiver's open, I'm, I, I might throw a pick. So I, I think there's a little bit of, of both in there. Um, you know, I've, I saw Jameis play in college live, and, and he was throwing – pinpoint sure accurate passes that you know i think he could be potentially like you said he's got a much higher ceiling i think he could be a top tier quarterback in the nfl and if he eliminates those poor decisions like we you know we'll talk about um Sam Darnold later on uh, in the next couple of days with with, Car- with Carolina, yeah. you know, I, he obviously was thrown into a really bad situation and I think he has the ability to emerge. But my whole point here is that Sam Darnold has a, a ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think he can get beyond a top 15 quarterback, right? I think he, you know, at best he's going to be a 15 quarterback. I think Jameis could be a top eight, top five you know, maybe five is pushing it, but he can get much better and he can be that guy. Um, you know, I want to see how consistent he can get and if he has learned from Breeze. Um, but, Did you hear about this LASIK eye surgery thing with Jameis? Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't put too much into you, okay. it. I mean, I, to me, it's you – know, Look, he, if you had those issues in college, you didn't know it. I mean, unless right. this d- developed over, you know, the last few years, like, you know, let, let's see. But the big issue here is not necessarily Jameis. The big issue is who is Jameis going to throw the ball to? Okay. With Michael Thomas out indefinitely, at least for six Let's weeks. Let's just assume he's out at least half the year. At least half the year. Right. And, he's on, and, and there's big, big, big talks about him being traded. Yep. Okay. Who's their number two and three? And who's back there? Who's he going to throw the ball to? Marquez Callaway, Traquan Smith. I mean, Traquan Smith has improved and he shows flashes of, of the, you know, that he can be on the field and he should be on the field. But he was like the number two, number three. I wouldn't even say two. He was the number three and four and five receiver over the last two years. Now he's stepping in to be their number one. And you got Marquez Callaway, who's been a nobody up until this preseason where he's made flashes of, of really good plays. But who has he played against? We don't know yet. So, I mean, the, the, these are their two star, you know, star in big time quotes, receivers for the Saints. And who do they have behind them? Lil Jordan Humphrey. Okay. That's and, not. And, and that's his actual name. That's his actual name. Okay. Not because De- he's short. De- Deontay Harris. Uh, Ty Montgomery, who we saw at the Packers and with the Jets, who's really almost more of a running back. These are their, this is their wide receiving core. I mean, it, it is, it is laughable and it's very similar, uh, to like the, the lions. Okay. They, they have nobody. So I almost feel bad for Jameis. The, the best thing that he has going for him outside of Kamara is their offensive line is very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he'll have the time. Can the receivers get open? I mean, Traquan Smith is, is very fast, right? So they, that might help um, not only Jameis, you know, cut down on those mistakes and, and Traquan and, and Marquez Callaway and, and some of these guys get open. I mean, I, and Kamara out of the backfield. But I actually think 
that even though Jameis was named the starter, we're going to see a lot more Taysom Hill than we think. I think there's going to be a lot more Taysom Hill packages. I think he'll be in there. I think they're going to get behind this big offensive line, the big uglies, and and, and pound the ball um, with Kamara and, and open up some play-action passes for Taysom um, and let them kind of go to town. Um, but, yeah, I think, um, you know, with their offensive line, Jameis will have some time. He'll be able to throw if these receivers can – get to the next level, which I don't, you know, it's going to be very difficult with, cause you know, there, there, there's no star power. There's no great receiver here. Um, that's going to be an issue. And, and who do they have a tight end? Adam Troutman. I mean, a lot of people like him, but I hear you. He's, he's a lot. Of, you know why a lot of people, it's like hype him? and a lot of it's unproven. A lot of people like him because there's nobody else to throw to on the team and yep. they got to throw to somebody. And why yep. not pick this guy Troutman as the next, you know, great thing like a Robert Tanyan. It's possible. He, he does well. But I mean, come on! This is this is just kind of a shame that that the Saints are having such struggles um, as far as kind of these big play receivers. So um, on defense, uh, you know, getting back to defense, Jordan Cameron, Marcus Davenport, uh, Malcolm Roach up on on the front, Demario Davis and Quan Alexander. Their front seven's very good, stout. Uh, the big issues, I think, um, and even in, in the defensives, in the secondary, they're they're pretty good. Um, they got Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, you know, he, he obviously locks down Mike Evans, but, you know, where else, you know, who else can he lock down? That That's kind of to be seen. We'll see. Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins at safety. The big issue is that other side of Lattimore. Who's going to step up and play cornerback? Ken Crawley's there right now. They drafted a Paulson Nadebo out of Stanford. Um, if one of those guys step up, this defense could, you know, be a, a top tier defense. Uh, you know, they already kind of are, um, but even better than that. Um, and, and you know that that's how they're going to compete against Tampa. Is if somebody, you know, steps up and they, you know, because Tampa's got so many weapons on offense, especially at receiver, these defensive backs need to be ready. So I think overall, I'm a I'm slightly more bullish. Um, I think than uh, on the Saints than you are ACL. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, I think the re- and the rest of the public. You know, I think everybody's like, all right, Breeze is gone, Jameis is there, Jameis stinks. All he does is throw his picks. But I think this, he'll have a little bit more time and and um, you. You know, if he could check down and get, you know, take take advantage of his O-line and Kamara, they could be a better team than people think. What about you? The LASIK thing I was talking about, if you guys hadn't heard. So basically, Jameis was like in the offseason, he's basically like, I can't even read street signs. And <laughs> like, OK, it's probably a problem. So he got LASIK surgery. I, uh, I, I got to take a shot. But that, that could be just because he went to Florida State. Ooh. Not going to touch that one. <laughs> not going to touch that one. But there we go. Yeah. So he's like, I, I can't see anything. So he had LASIK surgery. He came out of the, he came out a week later. He's like, it's the most unbelievable thing uh, that's ever happened to me. Now he can apparently see things, which you would think for a starting NFL quarterback over the last six, seven years would be important. But that's another story. So he had that. Look, 2019 in Tampa, 30 interceptions, seven pick sixes in 2019. But he also passed for 33 touchdowns, 5,100 passing yards. So very 50, much boom or bust. 5,100 passing right. yards. Very, I mean, very much boom or bust. But, you know, seven pick sixes. I mean, this essentially lose the game for you right there. So that's a thing. I totally agree with you. You would think just by osmosis, by being in the room with Drew Brees, it would improve him a little bit, right? So there's that. I also think the coaching definitely is is improved from what he was used to in Tampa prior to Bruce Arians being there. Tampa Bay, last year Wags, turnover differential. Plus, I'm sorry, we're on Tampa. The New Orleans Saints, turnover differential last year. Plus nine. Highest in the entire division. Plus nine. That's going to regress a little bit, especially it's going to regress not only just based on the numbers, but because they lost a lot of guys. So I fully expect their defense to take a step back. 
I think as you touched on the wide receiving situation, obviously losing Michael Thomas is not good, but it's, it's a lot of it. It's just about who you have behind him. If you have, I don't know, say Tampa Bay's depth, right. And they're losing their number one, the number two, three, four can all move up and you'll probably be fine. Not as good, but fine. The problem with the saints is, as you mentioned, some of those guys, Callaway, Lil Jordan Humphrey, Smith, these guys, Trotman, that now have to be in that number one, number two role. Those are not number one and number two guys. No. So exactly. I, I just think it has a much bigger effect than it would on a team with little or no depth. So, look, the vertical passing game, I think, will certainly improve. Drew Brees, for as great as he was, and this team did go 12-4 and four last year, he was horrible in the last few games. He was horrible in that playoff game. They only had 44 pass plays of 20 or more yards down the field last year. So that's certainly going to improve with Jameis. Now, the question is, is he going to throw to the right team? We'll see. I, I do think the numbers will improve a little bit, but they just lost so many locker room guys. Breeze, Morstead, Chelton Rankin, Sanders, James Hardy, Craig Robinson. I mean, the the locker room leadership, it's just a totally new team there. Yeah. Um, and then we saw in the beginning here that with Hurricane Ida, they already had to move their first game. That's probably going to take a few weeks to sort of work itself out. So you're right. You're you're definitely a little more bullish on this team than I am. Um, I just don't like a lot of the intangibles, the Whenever you bring in a brand new quarterback the first year to replace a Hall of Famer, it usually doesn't work out as well. So we're seeing that reflected in, in the uh, season one total there. There has been some some money come in on, on the under there. Yeah, but, so uh, two, yeah. Two, two points to make um, off of, of this is, well, first off, at receiver, curious to see if the Saints will try to make a move, get someone, I mean, not that he's a number one, but somebody like, James Washington, who, yep. who's kind of fed up with Pittsburgh and and wants out, or you know somebody like that, or are they going to trade Michael Thomas, and who are they going to get in return, or just draft picks? Um, the other thing is, you mentioned Jameis Winston um, threw for fifty one hundred nine yards. Um, you know that's I think like tenth or eleventh ever, right? So yeah, we're talking amazing. about Marino and Breeze did it like five times. Brady did it once. Okay. He threw for 5,235 yards in 2011. Stafford did it once. Roethlisberger did it once. Peyton Manning did it once. And Patrick Mahomes did it once. And by the way, Patrick Mahomes didn't get as many yards. He was about 15 yards short of what Winston did. So pretty incredible that Jameis Winston is, is being mentioned among these great quarterbacks that I just mentioned, who were probably almost all of them Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I mean, maybe Roethlisberger, maybe Stafford. Obviously, Breeze, Mahomes, Marino, and, and Brady all in the in the Hall of Fame. And I'm not saying Jameis Winston deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. What I'm saying is he's got the potential to throw the ball down the field and make big plays and have his guys make plays. But can his receivers, these wide receiver three, four, and fives, step up and become wide receiver yeah. ones and twos? All good points. Yeah, guys, look. Mean wags agree on a lot. A lot of times we disagree, though. It's 32 teams, and I'm going to like some and vice versa sometimes. So I think the Saints might be one of those. We'll have to reconvene wags toward the end of the year here. Yes. I make, mean, make, make a note on the Saints. See uh, who was <laughs> right and who was wrong. Maybe it lands right on nine, and yeah. uh, <laughs> we can both get the push. Uh, exactly. We'll just go have a beer. We'll share there a beer. There we go. We'll split share. the bill. <laughs> All right, guys. That is the New Orleans Saints. We're halfway through with the division. We are going to be back next time with the Atlanta Falcons. So a lot to talk about there, of course, new coaching regime there. Check out the website. Hit us up on social media if you have any questions whatsoever. For WAGs, I'm ACL. That's the Saints. We'll talk to you guys next time with the Falcons.
folks, everybody sing. Now when the saints go marching in, now when the saints go marching in, yes, I want to be in that number. Now when the saints go marching in, sing it again. When the saints marching in, now when the saints go marching in, yes I want to be in that number. I when the saints go marching in, ah y'all sing pretty out there.